going to do something I have never done before. And I want to tell you something that is so very personal, so private, so just mine. But I believe the Lord has told me, it's time to share it with you. Several years ago, I was pursuing God with all my heart. Anybody know what that means? I was praying in the Spirit all day. I was reading scriptures. I was praying when I first got up in the morning. I kept asking God for an encounter with him. I told him repeatedly I wanted to know him in every way. I wanted to commune with him. I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to hear him talk back to me. And this went on for several weeks. I was so enjoying God and what he was and what he was doing in me. I was just sort of wrapped up in him. You know what I mean? Then on July 26, 2006, now that's almost eight years ago, isn't it? And here I am just now telling you about it. But it was that precious to me. I was sitting and meditating and just loving on God. And I heard the words, think on me, picture me in your mind. So I began to do that. And then it was like he was right there with me. And I began to write what I saw, what I felt, and what I heard. So here we go. When I get close enough, you encompass me in your arms. I feel like liquid, but you hold me up. Your power is running through me. It pulsates through me. Oh, God, you're feeling me, filling me like an empty tank. And you are filling that tank. God, I didn't know I was so empty. He said, my children seldom do. This is a healing power. It's up to my groin now. It continues up to my waist. It goes to the top of my neck and it goes down my arms and my hands. Now my entire head, eyes, ears, nose, mouth, brain, filling blood vessels, arteries, my communication system. I'm being mantled with a white sheer iridescent, alive robe. It pulsates on me. It shines like a sparkling gem. It encompasses me and it flows behind me. Jesus is belting it in a gold sash that looks like liquid gold. A gold cape goes over the robe mantle. 
He said, see what happens in my presence? In my presence is fullness of joy. I said, God, I feel so weak. He said, because I'm draining all those soulish desires and replacing with mine. And then I just knew that I had new strength and new energy from that encounter. And as quickly as it began, it vanished. I was totally overwhelmed. That was the first time anything like that ever happened to me. Now, I want to tell you, I saw everything I wrote, and I wrote it as I saw it. Don't ask me how. I don't know. You can just believe that or not believe it. It doesn't matter to me. These experiences I had were so real, more real than you sitting out there. I know that I know that I know I had this encounter, and then I had many, many more. How did it happen? I cannot explain that. I just know I was here on earth riding with what was happening, and yet I was not here. I was in heavenly places. So what did I do about this? I did not tell anyone. No one. I didn't want people to think I was goofy. But the next day, I sought God, and guess what? I had another encounter. This went on almost every day for one year. These encounters were so special and precious, I didn't even talk about them. And um, it was a long time before I even told Pastor Jerry some of them. I told Pastor Shelley and Eric some of them, but most of them I held in my heart, and I pondered them. I know what it means with Mary. She pondered those things in her heart. Now, in this last two years, I have felt I definitely need to put these in a book. And I keep hesitating to do it. Because putting them in print loses some of the valuable power that they displayed. But I've been prophesied to write a book, and so I know I will. I've picked out another two more encounters just so you can see how different they are. And how special they are. Angels, angels all around. Some are dressed in white. Some glow. Some have wings. Some are dressed in regular clothing. Some are huge. Some are not. They are busy. Very, very busy. They're picking, picking up things and rearranging things. Like they're cleaning house. But the house is this region, this state. They have dusting cloths and mops and brooms and water buckets and cleaners in the buckets. They have giant sweepers and brushes and oil of all smells to deposit. 
And after they clean an area, they deposit the oils. They are even washing windows with cleaner and squeegee and blowing leaves into a giant bag. God, it is as though you're cleaning house and your house is the earth. Suddenly more angels come. They pick me up in a chariot and away we go. I have to tell you, I rode in this chariot many times. It was great fun. There was always angels in there with me. Up, 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 up. The earth becomes a tiny dot. And the heavens expand and expand and expand. Such huge, vast heavens and such tiny little earth. God is speaking to me as we travel. He said, I'm cleaning your house, your generations. I am causing your generations to be a peculiar people. I'm cleaning and applying healing and delivering and miracle worker restoration balm oil. I want you to know I wrote this just as I heard it. And sometimes I think I probably wouldn't have worded it that way. So I know it was God. So many times I am writing, I mean, just as fast as I can write as I'm watching what's going on. And sometimes it was just scribbles. And I know I I gave these to, to Angela, what, two years ago maybe? And uh, three years ago. And uh, I trusted her to type them for me. And she got really good and started on it. But then she got a job and she got busy with it. But she had a hard time reading my writing, I know, because I, had, I just had to scribble it. So he said, your house is being renovated, reestablished, washed, squeaky clean, covered in my blood and oil. I said, oh, God, thank you. We lurch and we stop suddenly. Remember, I'm in a chariot. The angels laugh at my response to the lurch. They are talking among themselves about me, like they have something up their sleeve. They make a hall, angels on each side of me, and I walk between them. I walk into the library. Books, books, and files, 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 desks, and chairs, and lights. And I sit down at the desk, and a book is before me. No, three books are before me. I pick up number one, and it's lighted, and I see the words forgiven, blotted, washed, cleaned, made free, delivered. Then I see some red words, and I am impressed. These are dangling words. I pick up book two, and I see how my inheritance and my heritage has been messed with in every area. As I read it, that makes me mad. God intended much more for me and my house. In flashing lights, I read, Be not dismayed nor discouraged. I am still on the throne. I am that I am has spoken. I am making all things new. And these letters were in blue, yellow, red, and purple at different times. So I'm standing and walking out of the library. I don't want to leave, but I'm gently nudged along. And a big angel stands in front of me. 
And he is introduced as an angel of finance. He tells me he's been assigned to me because of my faith and my decrees. He says, now abundance will come and overtake you, so watch me in the days to come. Even through January 2007, supernatural monies will flow. And I have to tell you, I don't remember if that happened or not. I got so caught up in what he was doing all the time. But I'm so grateful and excited as the other angels lead me back to the chariot. They take me so fast, like my heart is in my mouth, like roller coaster ride, and I see earth. How different, but how beautiful it looks. Somehow, everything looks different from up here. Looks better. Home, here I am. What joy, Lord, to be with you. I just can't begin to explain to you what this did for me. But what I want you to know is, if I can do it, you can do it too. I was going to teach on Jesus and him saying, if I can, the things that I do, you will do, and even more. And instead, I, I ended up with this. But I want you to know, it wasn't because I was super spiritual it was, it was because I was searching hard. I, was, I, I wanted an encounter with God. I got, I don't know, <laughs> almost every day. And if I didn't get one every day, whose fault was it? It was mine because I didn't take time to go sit and wait for God. So I have another one, and the time is really going fast on me. This one, I titled it myself. It says, Come unto me, weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God says, Come, come, come away with me. Up we go higher and higher. We're leaving the blue sky. There are creatures everywhere now, but we go right on through. I look down, and I'm riding on an angel. Another one on my side looks me in the eye and says, Where is it you would like to go? I replied quickly, To the throne room. Good, hang on. We went fast, faster, faster. I suppose we would have looked like a streak in the atmosphere. Then here we are at the stairs. I get off, and I was flying on top of that angel, and I start running up the stairs. There are no rails, and the steps are made of shiny stuff like glass, but they're not glass. They are not slick, but they are clear. I went through the open door, and I'm running to where I hear music and sounds. The angels are with me, and they are laughing at how excited I am. One takes me by the arm and gives me a little shove, and I go sailing into this huge blue room. It has blue ceiling, blue walls, blue floor, blue benches all around the room. 
It is bright with light, but I can't see any light source. Immediately, I know it is the revelation room. I kneel at a bench and I take a deep breath in. It's as though I'm breathing in revelation. It is so quiet and peaceful and yet full of power. It's as though I walked into his word. Words are circulating above my head, and they're entering my body at every place. It is as though as I move my body, I turn a page. Oh, my, it's too much for me. I cannot understand this much at once. It is as though God himself is the word, and he is revealing the word Jesus as the word to me. I can't see Jesus but it is as though I'm inside him. And all this Bible is being processed into me. I ask for one revelation to be separated so I can think on it, because one is laid on top of another and they are overcoming, overwhelming me. I heard the words, Come unto me, you daughter who is weary and heavy laden. I say, okay, here I am. And you know, he doesn't always say what you think he will. He said, the opposite of heavy is light. He said, come is the opposite of go. Weary is the opposite of rest. That certainly wasn't what I expected him to say. He is the total answer, he said, so come to him. He said that I am weary. I'm weary of the world. I'm weary of wars. I'm weary of messing up. I'm weary of people I love falling back into sin. I'm weary of the devil's scheme. I'm weary and tired, bone tired. He says that I'm carrying a hundred pound weight on my back. It causes me to bend over with the weight. I'm packed down with loads. First this load and then that load and the church load and family load and my mother was still alive. My mother load and ministry load and financial load and even hearing and receiving from God's load. And he said enough. Take the backpack off. And he reached up and cut the straps, and it fell off. He says, I must pick it up and place it at his feet. His anointing has cut the straps. But I choose to cast these heavy things, burdens, cares, over to him. I pick up the bag and I'll lay it at his feet. And immediately, it just disappeared. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. Now he said, I will give you rest. My rest comes when you're driving, when you're flying, when you're running, when you're working. 
when you're sitting, when you're resting, when you're sleeping. I did not say I would give you sleep, daughter. I said I would give you rest. Rest is the release of striving, being concerned, toiling. He said, my rest has peace inside of it. My rest has no burden. My rest is light. My burden is light. My burden is to let my light overtake a dark and dying world. My yoke is just a connection. Would you just take my yoke and plug into me? My yoke is easy, so reach for it, and I will connect it. I am humble. I'm not screaming my worth. I whisper to you, you must come to me again and again and again. That is the only way you'll learn of me. You get to know me just like we are now. You are here, and I'm here, and we sit together in this blue room. Then suddenly it was as though he turned on the lights. And it was so bright I could see nothing, but I heard noises of all kinds. When I could see again, the room was full of angels and people and chairs. Jesus was in front of them, lifted three or feet up off of the ground. He stood out above all, and he was talking, but I could not understand what he was saying. Then he looked at me, and he said, Are you ready? I didn't know what he meant, but I said yes, because I wasn't going to say no to him. And quickly, the two angels who brought me took me, one on each arm, holding me like this. We literally flew out of the room into space, and heavenlies, and atmosphere, down to our sky and home, to 4434 Kenyon Drive. How do they know my address? That's a mystery to me. How great you are, God. Thank you, Lord, for this visit. I love you. You see how different the three are, and yet... Do you notice that God is teaching me? You know, I, I didn't get to go into the heavens just to um, see what an angel looked like. There was one time that I remember so clearly, and I almost brought it, but I'll tell you. We went up on a high mountain. I don't remember how we got there, but angels and myself. And uh, they had a ball and bat. And he handed me the bat, and an angel got in the pitcher's mound and pitched it to me. And I hit it, which is amazing. And um, he said, that's okay, we're done. Just want you to know you can hit it. I thought, I, I don't know that I've got the meaning of that yet. But um, he was always, always teaching me. So I want you to know many times when I prophesy, I prophesy some of the things that I saw in the heavenlies. I don't know if you've ever heard me prophesy the stairway. But it is, you know, it starts here and it goes that way. And it's clear as glass. 
And usually, if I start up it, there'll be an angel on either side helping me. And I, I wouldn't go off, I wouldn't fall off anyway, because it isn't slick. But they were just always there, everywhere, trying to help me. So these things are forever printed in my mind. Sometimes I have to have a little brush up on, on learning them or remembering them. But I understand what Paul said when he said he didn't know if he was in the body or out of the body, but he knew what he saw and heard. So 2 Corinthians 12, 2 through 5 is the only scripture I have, and it's out of the Living Bible. It says, I was caught up into the third heaven 14 years ago. Well, I'll say eight years ago. Whether my body was there or just my spirit, I don't know. Only God knows. But I do know that I was caught up into paradise and I heard things so astounding that they cannot be told. That experience is something worth boasting about, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to boast only about my weaknesses. And probably that's, that's one reason I didn't do this. I didn't want you to think that, well, she thinks she's so far above us, you know, because she's been into the heaven so many times. I want you to know you can fly. I flew all the time. So easy. You just, and sometimes I had angels helping me, and sometimes I just put my arms like that, and you just, shh. It's just amazing. You know that, that song that says, I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. I guarantee you. You will fly away. You will fly away. And an angel will come and get you, but you will fly right up to heaven. You can feel really special tonight because I've shared things that are so so close to me, so close to my heart. I had been contemplating doing this before I heard God say I needed to do it. But then I went home and I I fixed up three sermons. How, how we try to not obey God. Huh? And I, I tried them out on Jerry. He thought they were good. Even, even the, this... This morning I said, well, I don't know if I like that, the sermon I read you last night. Oh, he said, I think that was good. I said, well, because I told them in, in staff meeting yesterday, I said, I'm going to teach on healing. And I am. I'm going to teach on healing, but not tonight. In fact, we already had healing with Sean. But uh, I, I did plan, and the three sermons that I wrote about are, you can do what Jesus did. And I want you to get that in your brain. You can fly into the heavenlies with Jesus. And it isn't going to be just, well, okay, here I am, Jesus, take me up. But you have to get serious about God. And I know that, Kelly, at this same time, you were having experiences. And she was, you know, Miss Kelly, she's, She's always learning about the land and what's out there that we need to take care of. And she learned a lot, didn't you?
And so I, I know that it's possible, and I know it's possible for you. It isn't just for me. But um, as I put this into print, I don't know. I, I, I can't even imagine, except that I know people will like it because it's happening as I talk. Because as I wrote, I was experiencing it, so I didn't know any other way to write it. So what I want to do now is to ask you, if you are one of those that's weary and heavy laden, are you weary of the world? Weary of messing up? Are you weary of people you love falling back into sin? Are you weary of the devil's schemes? Are you just weary, tired, bone tired? I'm inviting you to come to the front and to let God's anointing cut the straps on the backpack that you're carrying. And then you can pick it up and place it at Jesus' feet. And you can watch it totally disappear as you receive God's rest. No more striving, no more toil, no more hurry, hurry, hurry. But right now you just rest in God and receive what he gives. And so I invite you to come. Would you play some music, please? Quiet music. If, if you don't want to come be ministered to, then you're dismissed.